Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. To build each other up. That's not the only reason we come to church, but it's one of the big reasons that God gives us for coming together is that you would be encouraging the others around you, that you would be helping, we would be helping one another to grow. And if we look at the example here, we see some things about how that, how that works, some of the ways we do that. How do you encourage someone? You could give them a compliment, buy them a gift, or take them to dinner. However, the Bible gives us specific tools that we can use. The early church used the gift of prophecy to help encourage each other. Today, Pastor David will help you understand what prophecy is and how we can use it. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor David in the book of Acts, chapter 15, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Today we're going to finish Acts, chapter 15, and start Acts 16. And I just, I want to remind you what an incredible thing gift it is, what an incredible truth it is, that God loves us. Not just parts of you. God, God tells us, he loves you. While we were his enemies, he has loved us. I think it's so important that we don't, we don't move past that. So I think sometimes we're like, you know, yes, Jesus loves me, you know, but he loves you. Even at our lowest points, right, even while we were his enemies, he died for us. He showed us his love that he has set us free from our sin. I mean, just so quickly we just dismiss that. We just, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's today soak that in. Let that, let's make sure that everything we do, everything starts there. Last week we were talking about the fact that there was this conflict around that, the some people were, were bringing confusion, saying you have to earn it, you have to, you have to jump through hoops to be able to approach God and moving people away from the fact that Jesus died so that we can just, we can be free from the bondage, free from the sin, and know him. And he'll help us to walk in things instead. He'll help us to walk in righteousness. We don't have to make ourselves righteous to approach him. And today what we're going to be talking about is how that is meant to affect us. He tells us in Philippians 1.27 to let our conduct be worthy of the good news that's in Christ, the good news of Christ. Stand fast in one spirit with one mind striving together for the faith of the gospel, the good news message that God loves us and has made a way for us to know him. 
And so today we're going to be digging into just what that means, walking, that, walking in that. How do, we, how do we live our lives out of this truth? How do we walk in the love that God has shown us? And like I said last week, you know, we were looking at most of Acts chapter 15 is dealing with that controversy around how, you know, well, do we need to keep certain rituals? Do we need to make ourselves, you know, right in order to be able to approach God? And so at the end of what we read last week, they wrote, the apostles and elders looked to the scriptures and prayed about it and like, okay, no, it's just Jesus. We just need to trust in Jesus. And so they wrote a letter that they were sending to the different new churches, all these different people groups who had just trusted in Jesus. And so here in, at the end of Acts 15 in verse 30, they'd appointed a few people to take these letters, and it says they, when they were sent off, they came to Antioch. And when they had gathered the multitude together, they delivered the letter. And when they read it, they rejoiced over its encouragement. Now, Judas and Silas, themselves also being prophets, exhorted and strengthened the brethren with many words. And after they had stayed there for a time, they were sent back with greetings from the brethren to the apostles. However, it seemed good to Silas to remain there, and Paul and Barnabas also remained in Antioch, teaching and preaching the word of the Lord with many others also. This little little quick excerpt, you know, as I've read this in the past, I always kind of just read over it, but it's, it's such a great example for us of just healthy church interaction, you know, how a church is meant to function. I think we're a very healthy church, honestly. I'm very grateful for our church family, but this is just, it's such a good model for us to, to look at. It gives us some, some different things to notice, but it also kind of, it, it reminds us, I mean, why do we even, why do we do this? Why do we come to church? If we're talking about why rituals, why we're not we don't jump through rituals to get right with God. Is church a ritual that we just jump through? Is it just, you know, is God going to ask you how many weeks you checked off? You know, you got your little report card when you show up to the gates of heaven, and he's like, well, you had these many Sundays in your life, but you only attended this many church services, right? Is it, it's, not, it's not that. We've, I mean, we've settled that, right? It's not, it's not about the rituals. God's not asking us to check off the boxes. So why does he, what, what are we doing here? He tells us in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 and 25, to consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some but instead exhorting one another. And exhorting is like, it's both encouraging and also like spurring on, like challenging. Exhorting one another so much the more as you see the day approaching. And the first thing, the first lesson for us to learn from this example of the church here is the fact that you are called to build each other up. That's not the only reason we come to church, but it's one of the big reasons that God gives us for coming together is that you would be encouraging the others around you, that you would be helping, we would be helping one another to grow. And if we look at the example here, we see some things about how that, how that works, some of the ways we do that. If we look back at those, at those verses, right, 30, 31 to 35, the first thing I noticed in this is just the fact that there's this, the church leadership is imparting doctrine. They're teaching truths about who God is to the rest of the brethren, which is 
sort of what we normally do on a Sunday morning, right? I'm taking the scriptures and unpacking it and trying to, we're trying to grow together in the word through that. So that's one of the things that's happening. That's one of the ways that, that it's important for churches to function, that we're, that those who have spent more time in the word are unpacking it to those who are getting more familiar with it or we're showing each other different elements of what's in the scriptures. Another thing we see though is this use of the prophetic gifting to build one another up. If you saw that, to, uh, Judas and Silas were also, it says they were prophets and that as prophets they were speaking and encouraging the body. And I think for us, in the West, in American Christianity, some of us are very comfortable with this and very used to the idea of prophetic words and it feels very familiar. And some of us are really uncomfortable with it and it gets, it's gotten really muddy and gets, it gets really weird for us. So let's just look at what the Bible tells us about prophetic gifting in the church today. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14, he says in verse one, pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy. For he who speaks in a tongue, you know, praying in tongues, doesn't speak to people, but to God, because no one understands him. However, in the spirit, the one praying in tongues is speaking mysteries, and he talks elsewhere, it's a prayer language. You're praying and praising God in tongues. But he who prophesies speaks edification and exhortation and comfort to the people around him. I wish you all spoke with tongues, but even more that you prophesied, because he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks with tongues, unless the one speaking in tongues interprets that the church may receive edification. And other places here, and we've talked about this over the last few weeks, right? The the giftings, we don't all have every gifting. The giftings are not the point, and sometimes they get kind of weird for us, they get to be distracting if we get fixated on them, but they are gifts. God tells us he's given us these things for the purpose of building one another up, and there's lots of spiritual gifts that he explains in 1 Corinthians 12 and 13 and 14. There's different ways God will work through us to build each other up. We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the Book of Acts, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today. Anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, David. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. Come visit Calvary Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study. Or join us online as we live stream. 
you'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time, right here on Main Thing Radio.